0: connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit take radiocom Hello? You're on the air. Hello.
1: Hi, okay, I just ran in the door literally 30, 15 seconds before the show started. So, hi and good evening, this is Belinda Gates-Turner and I'm here with David. David, say hi. Hi there. And Renee. And Connie, Renee is waiting. here. Tommy. Now, I don't think Brandon's going to be joining us, right?
0: That's what uh, I heard. I don't
1: think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he is out of town, so we are here to talk about the <laughs> greatly entertaining Big Brother finale. So this will be our last podcast, I think, until Celeb Big Brother kicks off. Renee, were you stunned? Were you? Did you think Paul was going to win? You know, I. I really was thinking he, he was going to pull it off. Um, so I was just as stunned as everybody else, but very happy with the outcome nonetheless. I think no one was stunned more than Paul. Have you seen all the memes of the look on your face when you lose $450,000 for the second time? I think, it was, I think it was that shirt he wore. I think uh, you know, it was a little bad luck for him. Yeah, that's what people were saying. They were like, why would you wear the same thing that you wore when you lost? It's like you're asking for it. So now I, I really, I see, he, he tried to excuse his defeat in a lot of ways. I personally see his defeat as two-pronged. I think one was jury management, which was totally on him. But I think number two, I really think your boy Josh's exit videos blew him up, because he sent them all out with the truth. So what do you think? Well, he definitely did that, but I don't remember. I could have swore when Alex was um, evicted that they didn't show her um, any goodbyes, because I I was hoping to see one, and I I just don't remember seeing it. But the other one I I did see when he told... um, was it Jason? I saw that one. And yeah, I do think that uh, if, if, if they did show them, maybe, I don't know, we didn't see it, but it did definitely help. She didn't see this, but she did. And um, I think it was in an interview with Allison Grodner that I read. Uh, because Alex's eviction was so sudden, And they wanted to surprise the house guests. They didn't have them record them. So they recorded them after her eviction. And she got to see them before she went to the jury house. So... and And he did the same thing. And, uh, yeah, because then they did that montage on finale night. Because he did it in all of them. Because we only see... I get edited versions on the air, but then before they go to the jury house, they get to see the full thing. They get to see the full oh. by message. Everybody, yeah. So we didn't actually see all the busting that Josh did, and he did it consistently, apparently, with every single person,
0: every single eviction.
1: All right, good, because Paul didn't seem... Paul seemed pretty pissed when he was sitting there and he found out, and I, I saw all his faces he was making, and um, come on. I, I've been saying it all season. Just did deserve to win because he was doing all the dirty work for Paul. Yeah. Well, and Julie had said that she, she said she thought Paul was robbed in terms of not winning because of his gameplay and how good he was, but then she said that it didn't help gestures and stuff he was doing behind Josh's back that that everybody was seeing and I agree he seemed really petty he He was floored he He had no idea what Josh had been up to (laughs) (laughs) well you know Josh did know what he was doing and I also said all season that if it was not for Josh the season probably would have been pretty dull Uh, he did you know bring the excitement to the house and cause a lot of drama. Um, I didn't like him at first, I have to admit. I, he was not my favorite person when the show first came on. So he kind of grew on me, and uh, I never liked Paul. So, Well, I loved, loved the look on Paul's face. Because what, cause you remember, they played the montage of Josh's goodbye messages um, right after they played the montage of everybody saying how much they trusted Paul, and Paul was just sitting there smiling. He was so smug, you know? Yeah. And then that play, the look on his face, and then I'm trying to think what he said. He called it underhanded or something. I don't remember. He, he said he was something. a coward, coward cowardly, that's what it was, and it was like, no, he just outplayed you, you know? Yeah. He did outplay really, him. He. He, he really did. Um, what also was interesting is, you know, Christmas has been having all these feelings for him, and he did an interview, Paul did an interview with uh, Entertainment Weekly, and they asked him about her feelings for him, and he said, I don't do showmances, and that was it, (laughs) and they were asking her about it, she was like really embarrassed, she was, yeah, yeah, they asked her in the backyard about it, Uh, Dr., Uh, it wasn't Dr. Will, it was this radio station called K Frog, and first she goes, oh, I don't know, maybe I was just taking pills or being delusional, and they were like, "No, you said it a few times. You said he makes your heart flutter." And finally, she kind of owned up to it and said, "Well, maybe I had a little bit of a crush on him, but <laughs> yeah. he does not reciprocate." I, <laughs> and there was I mean, no, there. Um, but I, I don't, I didn't see what she could see in him other than their mutual tattoos. I don't know, but. Uh, I didn't see what she saw in him at all. Well, especially when she is a grown woman, and he, she's 35-plus, and he is 23. And it's like, really? <laughs> just, how, it is. how old is Paul? Paul's 23. He's the same age as Josh. I know, he comes off a lot more mature. He's 23, and yeah. you see him that beard, he's got a baby face. And that's the other thing that I was telling my husband, I said, you know, I said, he's a kid. You know. I mean he just like right before he went in Big Brother last year, he just graduated from college because he mentioned that his mom was mad that he was at Big Brother and he didn't walk in the graduation thing and they (laughs) mailed him his diploma and his mom was like so upset <laughs> that he didn't walk that he wanted to be big brother instead. So you know. Wow. Yeah. I did not know he was 23. I I did know that that Josh was Yeah, they're the same exact age. That's the thing. So <laughs> he he holds himself I think very well for someone that young. Like you don't realize. I think he's he's really clever and he reads people well. But you know, that jury was bitter, and I think that Josh had a lot to do with it. I mean, so, well played huh. to Josh. It was awesome. It was awesome. Wasn't it awesome to see them? You know what? For once, they were pissed, and then they were pissed still when the finale came around. I was really happy about that. Yeah, because they usually get more reasonable, but I, and I honestly think that him and what Josh did really helped. I was honestly hoping to see Paul go out in third. <laughs> I because yes. Josh promised to Xmas to take her, and I was hoping he would stick to his word and take her. And I I think he I think Josh would have won either way, because Christmas like literally didn't have a leg to stand on, you know. Well, I don't. Won. I yeah I think Josh had just won it either way. I don't think it mattered who he took, but I kind of was hoping that Paul would come out worse than last season instead of exactly the same. And and Julie said, yeah, that would have been brilliant. It's like, oh, you didn't even get second this time. And then Julie said in an interview that overwhelmingly what he was was just embarrassed, just embarrassed (laughs) that, you know, it was – the same
0: result
1: as last year well it was very enjoyable for because i had all but written it off after a while i just thought you know this is just the paul show and uh i really held out hope that john take um christmas with him and when he when he said when he picked paul i was just like oh my gosh this, this is just over and then when he came down to they they kept Cody for last, which was awesome because it was the ultimate smack in the face to Paul, and I was just like, I loved it. Yeah, because it it Cody really wasn't like the deciding vote because they had all voted before and he didn't know. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you know, funny they gave him the privilege of being the deciding vote by <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. was was I was great. What surprised me was that that Mark voted for Josh, you know. But what I think really you could tell by the jury questions I think. And what I think also hurt Paul at the last minute was him lying. Because they they asked him about, you know, basically telling people to go do stuff like go tell Josh bang the pans and go be a bully. And he lied about it. He lied, mm-hmm. I think, in at least two of his jury answers, and I think that, that probably solidified. Like, if he had come clean and said, yeah, I did that, it was part of my strategy, you know, that I think people would have been like, well, okay, he's acknowledging it, but mm-hmm. by lying, it basically insults them. It's like insult to injury, you know? <laughs> That's yeah, I yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. He uh, he didn't own up to anything. He was very smug, uh, I thought, in his answers, and um, like, like he, thought, well, they they know. Know. He, he thought he could get uh-huh. away with it. They couldn't know, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, happy ending I, though. At my TV. When he answered, he was like, "I was like, why, you liar? Why?" TV, even though I'm, you know, pretty much pro-Paul, I did yell, because it's like, that's the time you have to come clean, you know, is at some point clean. you do. I think, anyway, but, yeah, so it was interesting. Now, I don't know if you, did you go on YouTube, I don't know where else they played, and listen to the backyard interviews with Dr. Will? I... Did watch them live. I saw them. It was on Facebook, I think, live. I was watching them. And I did stop watching it when Jason came up, and I was like, I'm going to bed. But then I did watch the remaining uh, the next day. So did you see Raven? (laughs) Did you see Raven with a southern accent? She did not have a southern accent, did she? No, she didn't. She was articulate, intelligent, normal, because I actually, I did a wrap-up article the day after, um, and I mentioned Paul shutting Christmas down, and I mentioned, and in in my title was Raven lost her accent. And uh, (laughs) yeah, because Dr. Will was talking about, he said, you know, we only saw 10 minutes of the jury but it was three hours, and he complimented her, and he said that she was able to separate gameplay from personal, and yeah. And he, he admitted, he said he was surprised by how thoughtful and intelligent and mature she was. And then when she started yes. talking, I was, Where's Arkansas Where's the crazy? Right. You know? Was it an act? That's what I asked. I actually said, I said, Was for whatever misguided reason, was that her game strategy, playing the redneck? You know, I don't know. That surprised me. And then in Matt's, because they were asking everybody about the three showmances, one will fizzle out, one will have a, you know, spawn a baby tonight, <laughs> one will keep going. And Matt says that he and Raven are the ones that are going to keep going. Uh. Like
0: okay. You know. Yes, I don't think but. any of
1: them are I don't think I think I think Cody and Jess probably will spawn the kid, but uh I don't think any of them will last, especially with Jessica being on the Bold and Beautiful. I heard she was she was going back and I thought they made it seem like she might become a permanent uh you know, character on there and I, which we could talk about her all day long. Um, I think I, they were, because they said they were gonna make her a regular on the show as a proctologist. And, <laughs> you know, there's there's no proctologist ever on any soap opera, <laughs> but did you, I also mentioned this in my article, I don't know if you um, saw it on my Twitter or anything, but she and Cody got on The Amazing Race apparently. Oh, I know, I saw that too. Yep, Come and on. Uh, I, was laughing, I was laughing with my husband and son and I said, you know, it's supposed to start filming soon but not yet. It would be hilarious if they signed the contracts for it and then they split up. But then they're contractually <laughs> up and that's when my, my teenager said that would be the best, he said, set up for any amazing race, he said if it was all X's. <laughs> she said that had to race each other, and then they were, like, so cruel to each other. I was like, that would actually be great. Well, I, I just don't see them staying together because he has no personality. He seems like he hates everybody, and she's very social. And I just don't see that meshing uh, at all. Yeah. So I, I, I don't get it, but it's like, Okay. Um, but yeah, so he said, I remember on the live feeds, I think in the backyard, I'm pretty sure it was on the live feeds. He said, try and get us on The Amazing Race. And she was like, oh, okay, because that's when they knew that she was going out first. And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And then I guess because she did that one thing for CBS, because she did bold, then it was probably mm-hmm. you know easier. Cause she was already talking to CBS casting and, they like to take advantage of ratings, and they will be the third pair from uh, from a Big Brother to go on Amazing Race. Rachel and uh, what's his name? Huh? And then um, Jordan and Jeff, I think. Went, yep. I think Jeff are the other ones that went on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I had was tweeting that. You know they're rewarding bad behavior. I mean, Cody every I mean Josh did everything to everybody you know into their face, but Cody and jess they were they were just vile to me in the house. They were not nice, they were locked up, they did not want to play. She's out there criticizing everybody saying they didn't want to play, but she didn't want to play all she she had a chance to play when he left. And she was more social. But as soon as he came back, it was right back up to the, you know, to the bedroom and doing – they were playing house or whatever, and they were – they didn't want to talk to anybody. So I think that's just rewarding bad behavior. He gets America's favorite player, and they go on the Amazing Race, and she's on Bold and Beautiful. I I don't get – I don't know what's going on. The world's gone crazy. Yeah, I I did an article on – I'm trying to think what my title was. It was something like, Does Anyone Deserve America's Favorite Player? And I suggested they should take the money and give it to Hurricane Relief instead. (laughs) Because (laughs) I... And I went through and I listed, and the only person that I couldn't come up with a grievance against was Mark. Because I said, Mark was a fat kid who was bullied, and he was very emotional, and he always tried to shut down the bullying. And I thought, I still think... He was, of the lot of them, probably the most decent one in the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ramsey's was fine, but he was gone. And, like, Cameron was coming in pretty high on the polls. But Cameron, we didn't even see him play, so it was like, eh. But um, Cody, you know, his transgender, horrible anti, anti you know anti-trans language was, to me, and that was what I mentioned was just that's the deal breaker for me. Even if he felt like that and you're entitled to feel what you want and think what you want, but to say it on national TV, like oh. that, the stuff he was saying, Audrey, and I'm no <laughs> fan of Audrey. You know, <laughs> I wanted to well, he, for Audrey. like, Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually liked her, but, but regardless, you're right. You can think what you want, but he, he said it and then come on. Then he wins America's favorite Player. And that's all because Jess was on there. Yeah, you
0: know. what,
1: because I had done an article about her bribing everybody. And Jason was right there with him saying it. They were calling her it. And that was just so vile to me. And then I also mentioned on Jason the stuff that he was saying about raping Paul uh raping Kevin's wife and tying and- up And tying up his daughters and making them watch. And also, didn't he say that he killed, didn't he say he killed a cat, his cat, or one of his pets? I, I, um, that was, all of that, I remember them saying that he said that. I didn't hear him, but I read that he was saying that in the chat rooms, and all of that just turned me off to Jason. Um, Cody, I was already, I was already, you know, upset about Cody. Uh, saying yeah. what he said. Um, so I think you're right, you're though. Yeah. Well, I think Mark, I really liked Mark because of, of what you were mentioning, those reasons. Um, I'd like Josh because Josh was very emotional, too. Um, and he, I respect people who tell you to your face. You know, he always did that, and I respected him for that. So I did like Mark. I liked Josh. Um, I did like Christmas in the beginning. Um, I still like Christmas. I just thought she started to get a little, I don't know what you would call it, but it kind on of turned me per- off it. Josh went on some personal attacks. I mean, Josh almost got his butt kicked twice, once <laughs> by Mark, once by the old man. I mean, he was provoking people in very personal ways. And then that was spawning, that was, you know, I think he was doing stuff like that, and then, like, Cody was reacting by calling him fat, which was making him cry, and it was just like, oh my gosh, with these people. Um, yeah, Mark was the, I mean, like, Cameron, it was like, whatever, Ramsey's, whatever, they weren't even around that much. Dominique, mm-hmm. I I said that she was crazy. <laughs> I did not care <laughs> for Dominique, just with, cause just, you know, believe what you want to believe, but when you walk around talking in the crazy snake metaphors and then speaking in tongues, it's like, that's just too much for me. So, no, thank you. Um, yeah. And I think if she had tried to, like, mainstream and be a little bit normal, she would have lasted longer in the game. But it was the crazy talk, you know. I, yeah, definitely. Definitely that i did not what what i did like about cody winning america's favorite player was that cody was completely shocked he was like what <laughs> he wasn't like oh i deserve this you know he was cuz they asked him later and he's like i don't know what happened <laughs> well, He's like did you, funny, see, that I- did you see when when they first started talking to him and I, he said um well you made me promise not to run over I, I was warned not to run over and hug Jessica or whatever. Um, I, I thought that was hilarious when he said that because he's—I don't know—he's on a—he's on a different plane than everybody else, you know. He—he's no, he got no filter, no social filter right. at all, right? And so I'm in—I inter- mean, at least on Amazing Race, you know, it's not, like the percentage of time that they're on the. the that is edited down for TV, it would mostly be him and Jess. And I don't think he has any problem talking to her. But in terms of dealing with the other people, if there's like a line and people cut it and stuff like, you know how people do on that show. I don't know how much you watch Amazing Race, but people do like to try and cut lines and screw people out of things. And I don't think he's someone that will take that very well. So it'll be interesting to see them and to see if they're still together. When does that you know. start? Um, I believe, well, Survivor starts Wednesday and usually I think uh, race starts right after that. And Survivor one, runs, what, 39 days, something like that. So that's, uh, you know, I don't know, however many two months, three months of Survivor, I think. So I would say winter. That'd be my guess, like January, February, somewhere, I, after they pick up from the winter break. I this will is my watch guess. It. Even though I can't stand the two of them and I just think her head just keeps getting bigger and bigger, um, I will watch it just to, to see if he has a meltdown or maybe they, you know. I remember even, Josh, uh, even um, Jeff and Jordan, Got into it, you know. They they were on a few shows together, Jeff and Jordan. They were on. Um, what was that other show where they were locked, uh, like about the relationship? I can't remember what that show was called. Uh, yeah, vaguely. Um, yeah, I, I were on, and they got. Go ahead. No, no, they, they got into it. So I, if they got into it, I can't imagine that <laughs> Cody and Jeff won't get into it. Yeah, I don't know unless she just zips her lips and lets him say whatever he wants, I don't know, which that may be her thing, maybe that's, who knows, but I always watch Amazing Race anyway, I just, I really like the show, but um, I think they could do well, because they're both like good at physical stuff, and they both seem to be pretty fearless, and you know, we'll see. I I just think it would be really, I think it'd be hilarious if they broke up and then still had to do it, because they were contractually obligated, so. (laughs) <laughs> that would be like, I, really. I know i I know this is really twisted and weird, but i we were talking in one of the the uh Facebook groups about how much we wish that they would give Raven a reality show because it would be I would watch it like I've watched episodes of Honey Boo Boo like I never watched it regularly, but I think it could be like that, you know. <laughs> Her and Matt in a trailer. I would watch it, you know. My Yeah, but she has Huh? She needs her accent. Well, and that's the whole thing that mystified me, because people commented that her accent would get thicker sometimes. And I know with mine that if I'm drunk, not that I really get drunk anymore at this stage of my life, but if I'm tipsy or if I'm mad, Boy, you can hear my Southern, but, or if I get on the phone talking to one of my hillbilly relatives, because <laughs> my son teaches me about it. The rest of the time, my accent, I think, is pretty much in the background, just from living in Europe and just different things and a conscious effort, but hers was just, like, abruptly gone, and there was no yeah. excuse, like, emotion or, you know... Yeah, I I don't. So that's very. I, and then when she showed up to the jury house, she was like, "Arkansas is here." And I love what Jason said about like we were having a good time until she showed up. <laughs> I like that they were all like how everybody when she said she was the uh, puppet master or whatever she was saying, and they were they they were like, "What?" You know, like what are you smoking? That was really funny. It was good TV. Did you see my tweet of her being the puppet master? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was because I, someone, because what, what spawned that was someone, someone was talking about her being a puppet master, and I said, she's only a puppet master if Matt's penis is the puppet. <laughs> and somebody had said, oh, that's so funny. And then I was like, ooh, I could make that of me." <laughs> And I actually went over to Google Images, and I just want to tell you, all I had to type in was penis puppet. <laughs> yeah. And that is, an actual, that is an actual puppet that someone made. <laughs> and I just like Photoshopped it on, and I went and I found a picture of them sitting in the bed, and I just cut it out of the one, <laughs> and I just pasted it. And it was like, but it was so messed up that they're actually, if you Google search penis puppet, you find an actual puppet. It was like brilliant. I don't know who knitted that thing, but they've got skills, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Some of the memes that they made all season were pretty, you know, a lot of them were really funny. Like, I by the time it takes me too long to, to do those kinds of things, I'm like, oh, this will be a good tweet. And then I'm like, ugh, I'm just too lazy. So uh, hats off to everybody who does that. Yeah, I have to do it, like, right then when I think about it, or I'll just, like, forget about it, and then i am so ADD, yeah. it's like, oh, well. Forget it, too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what's funny to me is I have been saying all season long that I didn't understand how the ratings were so high this year because that was the thing. It's like everybody was complaining what a sucky season it was and, you know, production Paul and all this. But then it's so funny because on finale night, to me, because he lost it retroactively became a great season to me <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. It's like, hey, with this conclusion, I look back now and I'm like, yeah, that was a good season. You're right. <laughs> like, well, I was every, I was ve- I mean, seriously, I I it was such good TV. TV. Like, it just kept me on the edge of my seat. The the show is really good. Typically, I find the finale boring, and one thing that makes me angry about the finale is I wish that you would hear a little bit more from the jury and the winner at the end. It's like they win, bye-bye, that's the end of it. Like, I'd like them to save a little bit more time where you can, you know, especially when people go into the house and they're lying about their age or they're lying about something, and then the people who have gone home find out about it, and then, you know, they could come and they can tell everybody. So I would like to see their facial expressions, but they don't – there's no time for that. They win and they go off the air. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I didn't even think about that, but, yeah, you're right. It um, And because, like, with Survivor, when they how they do their finale, you know, they do, like, an hour, and then at the very end – They, well, I guess at the beginning of the second hour, they announce the winner, and then the whole next hour is talking to people and asking, did you know this, or did you know? Like, they really would do, like, a good post-mortem on the season. I wish Big Brother would do that. Yeah, and they even, like, what about, you know, the Bachelor has, like, after, whatever, after the rose, or whatever, all that stuff. They should have something, because so much, so much happens. And, you know, a lot of people don't watch the feeds, so it would be really cool to show some of that, uh, what was going on that people don't watch, Um, you know, because they do paint some of them to look, you know, better than what we know that they are from watching the feeds. Uh, So, yeah, that kind of irritates me, but... Yeah, they cleaned cleaned Cody up quite a bit, I think. You know, Mm -hmm. I think they definitely whitewashed him a lot, and... What Paul said, and I, I actually agree, he said that they, he felt like they were painting him as the villain, and it's like, well, to some extent, you kind of were, you know, but I do agree that there was a lot of editing for certain things. What, I think we talked about this with Brandon um, before, but... It's a different show if you watch the live feeds versus if you don't. It's like literally a different show. Well, because and before I, I mean you're right. Because I I started watch I've been watching for years, but I only started watching the live feeds like three years ago I think, maybe four, but at least three. And my husband had been has been watching the show since season one. And then he started watching the live feeds with me. And then, of course, the problem is when you watch that, you know already who won HOH and who won POV and, what you know, you, you know everything before you see it. But Thursday night still a surprise. But he was just talking about how stunningly different it is. And we got addicted. I mean, I'm, I'm better now, but we would leave the live feeds on all the time, just leave them playing, and we're walking in and out of the living room. And then you're like, come here, come here, come here. you got to see this. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny you say that. I think I was, I started watching Big Brother. I did watch the first, very first season, and then I stopped watching, Um, and then I started watching again, and I was not watching the feeds. So the the show is very different. Um, uh, And then something happened, and I started to watch the feeds, and just like you, I was leaving the feeds on all day, all night, so I would wake up in the middle of the night and they would be, you know, something would be going on and or I wouldn't go to bed till really, really late. And so I was really into it, especially one, I think it was the Jeff and Jordan season maybe and the one with Remy. I was really into like those uh, seasons. I could not stop watching the feeds. Uh, now like, I kind of put them on and then, you know, a couple days go by and I don't watch. And But if it's really... A lot of things going on in the house, then I, I really try to watch them. So uh, it makes it like a different show. Yeah, I didn't watch probably like I I guess about the same time Brandon said so he just canceled his. I probably slowed up on watching mine. And what I would do then is because this season they were everybody was like under Paul's control, and so people weren't talking and scheming like they usually were which was you know a lot of the fun and so it was Mm -hmm. just mostly prank and so what i would do is i would go on like youtube the next day and i would just search big brother 19 and i would change the filter to like last 24 hours and then people would put up the good stuff and then i'd go to big brother network and read their live feed highlights and it's like okay and then I, what I do like on the computer is, you know, the flash. Do you watch them just on your TV or do you watch them on your computer? No, I usually watch it on the computer. Um, I tried watching it on the Cause TV, I, but. Because I'll leave it on the TV, like, down, you know, downstairs. But what I really like on the computer is the flashback function, where if I, like, read on, like, Joker's updates or Big Weather Network and it's, like, 9 o'clock last night so-and-so hit, you know, like Paul slapped Josh's face, and it's like, oh, and I go, and I hit flashback, and I go see it. I hate that the the app on my TV won't let me do flashback. It's like all you get is what's there, and it's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I like the I flashback love back too. It doesn't always work right. I was trying to look at something the other day, and it was just like, ugh, I don't know what discount company they got to program that, but... It's like about 70% good It's really frustrating But overall I still I I really want some follow up Because everybody was talking about In the Facebook groups After the finale They're like Has Raven had a day of reckoning Has she been called out Has she acknowledged And I haven't seen that happen yet Um, I'm hoping it does And did you see Paul's Bitchy whiny post on Instagram. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think I follow him there. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if it's the same post that he posts on Twitter. I, I've seen a couple of his posts on Twitter. I, I don't follow him, but somebody mentioned it, and so I went and I looked at it, and it was basically him again, like saying he was just playing the game, and people are a bunch of crybabies, and basically saying that the reason he lost, he tried to blame alumni players for not supporting him. But, you know, they were torn. They were like 50-50. Like, Dan Giesling was definitely pro-Paul. He's like, Paul played a great game. Um, The Russos, I think, were supporting him. Victor, Nick, they were supporting him. But he was like, wah, wah, wah. And he was just trying to blame it on so many other things, you know? And it's like, you know, expect the unexpected and you expected to win. <laughs> so. Yes, you did expect to win and you he didn't. did So that was, and I, Dan Giesling and I think you know this already, but Dan and Derek, I'm not a fan of either of them. Uh, their gameplay to me and correct me if I'm wrong, I seem to remember, uh, yeah, Derek, I thought he kind of laid around his entire season on the the couch or, you know, doing nothing um, and somehow, you know, won. And Dan Giesling, he was about ready to go and then he came up with his funeral, um, which um, that was, I don't know, beyond unbelievable that he pulled that off. That to me was kind of like rigged. So those two I kind of like, I'm not a fan of those two. At least Paul, you know, Paul was behind much of what happened. That's why everybody thought it was rigged. It was kind of so unbelievable that he was like, we'll throw all these POVs, and they're like, okay, and they did it, and do this, okay. So everybody kind of thought it was, you know, rigged, but he was actively working. I didn't think Derek or Dan were the same. I don't know how you feel about that, but. Yeah, well, Julie has said that she thought Paul got robbed, and I do agree that he was working. And honestly, what I thought about, and I didn't think about it all season long, but I thought about it after he lost, and I I told my husband, I said, I feel like he was trying to play Nicole's game that won last season, but he didn't do it as well as she did because she was constantly, because she would, she would come to bed later and tell Corey, like, am I good, Corey? She was, like, talking about how tired she was because she was, she's like, I'm exhausted because I've been talking to everyone And she would, like, do her rounds. Even though she laid in bed with him a lot, she would do these rounds where she would go and, like, kind of touch on everyone in the house and finesse them, and talk to them, and blah, blah, blah. She she was working them constantly. But I don't think that she was scheming and directing as much as Paul was. Like I think her play was more defensive and his was more offensive. I don't think mm-hmm. he understood the because Because nobody knew what she was saying to them except whoever that person was and her, unless you were watching the feeds. And so... Paul didn't. I think he he kind of had an idea of her gameplay, but I think he didn't understand it because that's what I felt like. Is it felt like that's what he was doing? Because he was constantly going to this group and then this group and then this group and then this group, and then when it was whittled, going to this couple and this couple and this couple and this couple. So it was like what she was doing, but it was like a poor a, a poor misguided attempt at it. That that was just a thought I, to me. He, he, I think he he definitely overplayed, you know, his hand. He, I liked I liked a little bit of his gameplay, but he he manipulated everybody in the house. I and you know that had to have been tiresome for him. It just was a bit it was a bit too much, and um, I, I think he didn't think about most people do think about the jury. They're like, okay. So I'm going to do this, and, like, I want to make sure that I I don't piss them off too much, you know. But he didn't seem to care, and um, I guess he didn't think they were all going to talk, and then they were all going to figure out that he – I think Alex was the last straw. When he told her he was, you know, he had her back, and then he was, like, you know, in the room, he's, like, basically, you know, sorry, not sorry. She was, like, salty, and she's, like, that's it. Loved what she said during the finale when she said, "You know, you know, at least somebody stabbed me in the front or whatever she said." And you know, I'm voting for the person who stabbed me in the front, not not in the back. Like, it's true. He he, her vote to Josh. Yeah, yeah. So he should have worried a little bit more about the jury, Um, and maybe it would have had a little outcome. What's funny to me is I actually think he did worry about the jury, but he didn't understand it, because he kept saying, I don't have any blood on my hands, and it's like, no, you have all the blood on your hands, you just think they don't know. That was, it was, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it was the information gap that he thought he had overcome, but Josh very effectively filled that information gap in for them. I mean, I think, to me, that was Josh's best game move right there. Yeah. Because it was I'd, like. I That was just brilliant, and it wrecked Paul's game. Because Paul was sitting there, I think, thinking, I've got this one, I've got this one, I've got this one. And then that montage played, and you just saw the, oh, <laughs> shit, look on his face.
0: And <laughs>
1: That look was great, and then when he, you could tell he was being so petty, pettier than, than Alex's hat, when he you know was making gestures and stuff. But then the look on his face when the votes came out, I, I everybody like screen screen grabbed that, and they were like the look on your face when you lose four hundred fifty thousand dollars for the second time. Well, did you you saw his face when before Julie held up. Cody's key. You saw him with the, his hand on his head and he's shaking his head. I, I was like, "What is he doing?" He he just oh, it was just like, I mean, you expect Josh. He was just like, "Ah, I won." But the look on his on Paul's face was just priceless when she before she held up that key. I want to watch the show again, um, just to just to rewatch it in case I missed anything. But I just when he was making faces at Josh, I was like wait a minute, he's sitting there like just making faces behind his back. He wouldn't even look at uh, Josh for most, most of the time either. Yeah, he was being very weird at the end and I don't know. Well, oh, now this really hacked me off and I hope anyone listening does not fall for this. It's not Paul's fault, but people started GoFundMes because they felt like he got screwed and anybody who has given any money to that GoFundMe is an idiot because, <laughs> and I mean that like very clearly and very specifically, if you, they didn't show it this season, but last season, if you watched the BB18, they went to Paul's house in Beverly Hills. He lives in a mansion. His family is wealthy. And to have a mansion in Bev Hills is different than having a big house anywhere else, you know, just because of the real estate prices. His family is rich. They own a chain of, I want to say, transmission shops. And, you know, so, no, his family has money. That's why he went to Pepperdine, which I think costs like 40, 60 grand a year, something outrageous. And, yeah, and he's a, quote, unquote, clothing designer in a band. He lives at home (laughs) in that mansion with his parents. Don't give him a plug nickel. (laughs) Keep your money. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If if you go to GoFundMe, and I'm sure if you look, Paul, Big Brother, you'll find it. There's, like, four of them going. And it's like – even if you feel like he got robbed, you're a fool if you send that rich California boy a penny of your cash.
0: you know I'd like
1: to know if anybody did give any money, they should call in if they're listening because I'd like to know why they why they would give any money to him Hi, you, um I think your money, yeah, it's crazy, yeah I think he's mentioned he wore the shirts, uh, didn't he wear a pepperdine shirt in the house, and I thought he I heard him it? saying. Yeah, you could see it on the the last episode. He was wearing it, and then I think he changed out of it for his bad luck shirt. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is crazy, and it's like he is a rich kid. He's a spoiled rich kid. His family's Armenian, so they're like you know Kardashian light, maybe without the sex tape, but you know. <laughs> There's been so many Armenian, L.A. Armenians on reality TV. I mean, I'm sh- there must be some poor ones somewhere, but I haven't ever seen them. <laughs> they all <laughs> seem to be really wealthy, hardworking immigrants, like so many immigrants are, and they have done extremely well for themselves, good for them, but Paul isn't. Like Raven, I, <laughs> there's stuff I found out about Raven that I was gonna put into an article and then I never did. Okay, one of the things I came across, because I don't remember why, I was looking, oh, I was trying to find out information about her dance studio, because on Joker's Updates or Reddit Big Brother, somebody had posted the name of her studio and the address, and so I Google mapped the address, and there's no dance studio there. It is (laughs) a, it's an adult daycare facility in wherever Arkansas And so then I Googled her name and the town, and what turned up was her voting records. When she turned 18 uh, and she registered to vote, she was living on Route 24 or something like that in random Arkansas in a trailer, and... (laughs) What got me and people live in trailers, that's fine. But what then? There was this whole conversation she was having because I had written about it about the gigantic, fancy, really expensive piano that she wound up with, and just all this stuff. And I'm like trying to picture all this stuff crammed into her trailer, and it, and it just the non-existent dance studio. Now I do. What I did find out was that she does run a dance program because there's like, there was a Facebook page, they took it down during the show. I don't know if it was getting hate or whatnot, Um, but she, and she has some other chick who's in college who does dance and cheer, who teaches for her. And she seemed to be doing summer programs at like some local park and rec, but in terms of her owning a dance studio, there is no dance studio that I could find in Redneck, Arkansas. I even checked the Secretary of State business records because that's how <laughs> I know her to Let me tell you, I like full-time stalked her for about an hour and a half trying to, because I was interested, like, does she legit own a dance studio? What, What's lies and what's the truth? There is no dance studio. Maybe she sublets it someplace else, but... And I do believe she's a dance teacher. I also don't believe she's in Mensa. Mm. And I think in addition to rough kneecap syndrome, she's got slippery southern accent syndrome. Um, <laughs> so... I I,
0: That's
1: funny. I I really... My takeaway from this is I miss Raven. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of views <laughs> writing articles about her, and it's disappointing. I, I hope she ends up on Survivor or something. Well, <laughs> so I keep on writing about her. She hasn't – have you seen anything on, on Twitter? Like, I was looking, but everything – that what was it, the Raven exposed party or whatever? Like, has she said anything has, has, or – I haven't looked today. Um, I, I did my last Big Brother article Thursday, I think, because, yeah, because I had done one about uh, America's Favorite Player on Wednesday saying, does anyone deserve to win? And then I had did a postmortem where I announced them being on The Amazing Race, her losing her accent, and Paul crushing Christmas's dreams of inappropriate, a age-inappropriate romance with her and the bearded one. And uh, she did say, Dr. Will asked if she would be interested in doing Survivor or coming back to Big Brother because she's got, I guess, once she gets gets out, she's got to go to physical therapy now that she's healed. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I want to do both. And it's like, I, be, I would particularly be interested in seeing her on Survivor because she is a she-beast. I mean, yeah. you know... In terms of physical threats and comps, I would love to see her on Survivor a lot more than I'd like to see her back on Big Brother. Yeah, me because, too. Because, yeah, because the women usually just, a lot of those comps, they just can't, anything with the upper body strength and all, and she's got, like, muscles in places I haven't seen on men. I mean, she is crazy, mm-hmm. crazy upper body strength. I would love to see her on there. I hope she gets on there. Um Wait. I don't really want to. See, wouldn't you? Huh? Wouldn't you, Wouldn't you like to see Jess on Survivor? Come on, that would be good TV, right?
0: Um, I don't. Yeah.
1: I would like to see Raven and Matt on Survivor, with her trying to tell all those people about how she can't eat rice <laughs> for 30 days because you know she's got her second heart in her stomach and. Try telling them about her rough kneecap. What's scary is she's in like every competition that was. She was always bouncing around and doing flips and jerks. And even when she came out after she got evicted, and it was like, really, you look tragically ill. Um, (laughs) And I did do some research on her illness, and I did from what people had said. You know, it's one of those things that kind of comes and goes. But she said that hers was so severe so severe that only her and the people in her family have it. And then that doctor in Russia or somewhere, Sweden, Russia, I don't know, couldn't name some disease she had and named it Raven syndrome. It's like, uh Yeah, but I read, I don't know if you wrote the article. I was reading some article where they said you can't go into the Big Brother house if you have um, something wrong with you. That was me. Yeah, because I went and I was curious because CBS, I went looking for a tweet that CBS had done that they had hashtag Raven exposed party. I went looking for it, they have taken it down. And I think maybe because her mother seems to be litigation happy, I think that they took it down just to not have to deal with her because she's pretty crazy
0: is my understanding.
1: She's been doxing people that like criticize Raven, yada yada. Um, but they took it down, but the very fact that they put it up and the very fact that they they were showing and they did put it on the hashtag up on one of the episodes, they wouldn't do that if they knew for sure she was sick was my premise, and then I thought, you know what, they took it down and I was like, interesting, and so I went looking for their medical eligibility requirements and that's when I found because I shared the link to it and I I quoted it. You have to be in excellent physical and mental health is what it says. Mm-hmm. And she's, right. and I don't, right. So that means that she is. And the right. other thing that I started looking at, they said that, you know, a pacemaker, what's, what's in her stomach is not the same thing as a pacemaker. They call it it's, the slang is to call it a gastric pacemaker. What, to, what it's actually medically called is like a gastric stimulator. Like the pacemaker goes in your heart and it keeps it beating, you know. But basically what that, that thing in her stomach does is it, it senses when there's food there and it basically jiggles your stomach. <laughs> To slosh the stomach acids and stuff around, I it's not a great medical explanation, but <laughs> do you remember those things in like the eighties you could the little things you could strap to your muscles and it would like shock your muscles into like moving, and people yeah. thought that they could put it on their body and like develop muscles
0: yeah it's basically
1: yeah, yeah, it's basically that's what it is, that's all it is, so it's not yeah. So, but, and I did put in the article, I share, I don't know if you watched it, but I shared a link. They've got it blocked on Facebook to where you can't embed it. But there's a video of her after the surgery, and it looks awful. She has this huge incision, which is really weird because they can put them in laparoscopically. Laparoscopically. I can't say that word properly. <laughs> through your belly button. Right. Laparoscop. Okay, I give up on trying to properly pronounce the word, but it... it <laughs> medically it means through your belly button they like they they put a tube in your belly button and they like put gas in your stomach because i've had surgery that way before and it blows your stomach up like a balloon because your stomach there will stretch and then with that out of the way they can shove stuff through your belly button they can put in scaffolds they can put in boobs that way they can do breast implants through your belly button so you won't have a scar and so they go through and they can do it that way and so people have had it done where they and then they had a little tiny maybe scar off to the side where they had to put in a second instrument but yeah that that weird big scar she has because I, I went looking I was even looking at images of other people that had the surgery and it looked like she was just mangled and I don't they said her doctor was like one of the leading doctors honestly I don't know It looked terrible, and I saw a bunch of other people that have it that had very modest incisions and very modest scars, and who knows? I don't know. Well, she, she, you know, obviously you don't want anybody to be sick, but from watching all season, she didn't seem sick at all to me. She did, she, one day that I was watching the feed, she was doing a bunch of flips in the backyard, so, um, and obviously, the other house guests caught on because they were sick and tired of hearing her complain about her, you know, one million and one diseases or, you know, whatever she was going through. She didn't seem at all that sick. So I don't know why you would want to play, I don't know why you would want to share all that with the house guests. I mean, are you you're looking for sympathy? You think you're going to, they're going to take you further. You know, I always thought that was like a detriment if, if you're telling people, you know, I mean, look at, look at Christmas. She broke her foot, and they did want her out, you know. It just, it just didn't happen that way. I guess they were just keeping her along. But, so I, I don't know why you would do that. But she didn't seem sick to me. Did she seem sick to you? <laughs> um, n- not physically, but, I mean, but the bottom line was it was exactly like I showed in my article. There's no way that CBS would take the liability to bring someone into the house that was that sick. They just wouldn't, and it says so in their policies. And I don't think they would make an exception for any reason. You know, I don't. I, I think if you had cancer and that was your Make a Wish thing to come in Big Brother, I don't think they'd let you. I think they'd be like, no, no you we'll give we'll give we you did, a tour, yes. but. All right, we need to get Julie Chen online and ask her, because I need to know. That was a good article, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it just kind of, like, occurred to me, you know, way way deep in the season, and
0: I go down these rabbit
1: holes, and then I find interesting things. And that was the same rabbit hole I was down where I found this stuff about her, and I wasn't going to make fun of her in an article for living in a trailer. You know, I have a nephew who lives in a trailer. It's like plenty of people live in trailers. There's nothing, you know different socioeconomic things, but it doesn't matter. But my main thing was that she did not have a dance studio, like she said. But people lie. They lie about their jobs. You mentioned Derek earlier lying around the house. What was so funny to me about Derek, and I did like his gameplay, and I was there for him to win. I liked him because he was so smart from the get-go. He grew stupid, ironic facial hair, and went and got himself a stupid knit cap to fit in, like he, like, it was like an undercover job, and he went and he grew the facial hair, and he got the disguise, and then he changed his language to make himself seem more slack and more hip, and to me, it was funny, it was funny what he did, and that everybody bought it, you know, so... Well, yeah, I can see that. I mean, you know, I like to give credit where credit's due. Um, I didn't, I know he wrote a book. I, you know, I knew that he was an undercover um, cop or whatever, but I, I guess I, well, I didn't know any of that. Uh, but, well, you know, he probably fooled me. He just seemed like a lazy slump
0: to me when he was
1: in the house. Yeah, so, yeah he was, absolutely. Uh, now, that was all, that, that was very strategic where he was just gonna um stay under the radar when when he had to, not when he didn't, because he deliberately didn't want to seem like a threat and he was playing a good social game and I thought he had a, a near perfect season. Um yeah, so I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, it's like you, you should look at there's some tweets and they show somebody had put together a before and after of what he looked like before he went into the house and how he put together his little hipster disguise. And I think he even got like big black framed ironic glasses and no, he, it was a disguise. He went in there, which you just don't see people doing that. Like they'll lie about stuff. I also love that Josh's big secret he was keeping was that he was a super fan. It was like, really? Cause he told someone, he's like, I <laughs> have I don't remember who he told, maybe Kevin, and they were like, yeah. whatever. It was like, whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <Ain't> nobody <laughs> cares. Oh, no. okay. I mean, the only thing, like Frankie, I see why Frankie Grande was keeping his secret, because it's like, I don't want you to have money because your sister is a gazillionaire. Screw you. You know. Until he was getting kicked out, and then he was very happy, happy to tell them who his sister was. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Now the the only time I liked Frankie, I did not care for him. There's nothing to do with him being gay. Nothing to do with him being flamboyantly gay. Honestly, I just found him irritating. Like he's like a fly who just buzzes and buzz. Like he just never shut up. But the one I think wasn't Caleb was on his season, right? Mm, I'm
0: trying yep. to
1: think. I'm trying to think who it was. It was a thing where they were doing a massive tilt table challenge, and they were doing it in pairs and I think Caleb was playing with him, and I think it was for a veto. I think Frankie was on the block if i i know it couldn't have been a veto. I don't remember at any rate, but I remember <laughs> Caleb sat down and and would not participate in the competition because he wanted Frankie to lose, and Frankie wanted. By himself. I remember And that. I I, thought it was real shitty that his partner, I mean, like Caleb could have played and just like deliberately thrown the comp, you know, but what Caleb did to me was like a slap in, the, in Frankie's face, like this is how bad I hate you and I want you gone. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so when he won it by himself, we were like, you go, yeah, yeah it's like all right I remember I specifically remember that was that was a that was a good episode I definitely remember that but Frankie is annoying he you see him everywhere now anything with big brother he's there I thought I thought I just saw him on like a Nickelodeon show or something uh so you know he's gaining some fame now as well but he he's just annoying you're right well, he can't. He can't be just now gaining fame, Renee. Remember when he listed himself as like a media mogul or something, as his career, like a social media mogul. It was something like, "Wow, okay, you just, you know, all right." He, Great. He's a singer. Didn't he just put out? I I thought I saw he he put out a, a song or like uh, he's singing or something, and I was oh gosh. I just saw. His sister is a really talented singer, so, I mean, I think she's a dumpster fire of a human, but, um, <laughs> you know. Well, but, but I did think that Jessica, when I first saw Jessica, I did think she looked like Ariana Grande. As soon as I saw her, I'm like, look, it's little Ariana Grande. Um, wearing the cat ears, like, because Ariana does that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely looks like her, and... um yeah, I don't know. I keep trying to turn the conversation on to Jessica because I just I just can't stand her. Did you see on I think Instagram, Corey was at her house watching Big Brother with her. Um. Wait, what's his last name? Corey. Like, oh my God, Cora. Yeah. Corey. Yeah. Yeah. She's in a picture with him, right? Um, because I tweeted it. And you would have thought, like, I tweeted the cure to cancer or something. Everybody was, you know, right on that because I put the picture up. Then people were saying, you know, she, she, I said, while Cody's away, Jessica will play. And I put the, the picture there. So uh, she keeps cozy with me. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he, I think he was at her apartment because she, he had a teddy bear or something, with him and she's like something. Oh, he brought his teddy bear to to watch. But I don't even know. I still think he's gay. Not that it matters, but so I, <laughs> I think that. Cody. Has, I think Cody has nothing to be worried about with Corey, but uh ah, but they. Did he, someone did say that. I could just picture Cody punching him in the face. But um, did you? I don't um, know. When when they showed the audience at the finale last night, and uh there was Austin, and I was like. Uh, uh. That's my fault. Yeah. And Jesse, I was like, it, 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 Jesse's always there. Yeah. And and Nick and Vic were there. I was really hoping he would propose to her. And Jessica said she was going to propose to Cody, and she didn't. You know, so I was bummed about that. But. And she was oh, saying like, I... I'm so happy I get to wake up to this from now on and it was a picture of them kissing and she posted it like the day before and it was like oh he's going to move into your apartment not go home not see his kid just full-time bone you you know (laughs) I don't even know she doesn't really I I don't she doesn't know too much about him and I wanted to um I was trying to well I keep thinking she's going to block me because you know I'm not the nicest when I tweet to her or about her but I keep wanting to put up a tweet about that clip with her and him, and she was telling her about her father. Like, I want to know more about that, like, you know, if that was true. Um, But nothing was ever said about that, and that was, like, one of the the best parts of the season when she was saying that to him. Yeah, it's like, I want to know, was your father really a man whore, you know? Right, right. I need to know. Yeah, I don't know. That was a, that was pretty interesting. All right, well let's 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 head towards wrapping this. Um, I'm getting really annoyed with looking ahead to Celebrity Big Brother. I'm excited about Celebrity Big Brother. I'm excited about the live feeds because we talked about this because um, I've watched UK Big Brother, which is always Celebrity Big Brother, and it's it's fun. I like it. And it's going to be like surreal life and all that. Um, but I'm getting really tired of, and I hope people aren't clicking on these articles, this clickbait of find out who's going to be in the Celebrity Big Brother house. It's like, okay, they haven't started casting yet. So any for the next, you know, month probably, anything you see that says that, just don't waste your time. Um, I've seen so many headlines, find out all the exciting details. Like, no, nothing new. Um, <laughs> I, you know I think it's going to be the same exact kind of people that were, that do not not even dancing with the stars. Do you remember that show Skating with the Stars? Yeah, they have, exactly. They had like D-list people. So, we're going to get people like like I said before, crap from like fired Real Housewives that have, like, left the show in, like, season one. We're going to get, like, Todd Bridges, people that had fame on a sitcom in the 80s and, you know, went bankrupt and went to rehab and maybe did celebrity rehab. We're going to get that. We're we're going to get someone like Tanya Harding, I hope. Mm-hmm. I real, oh, God, I would love if Tonya Harding was on this and threatening to kneecap people. That would be amazing. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. She, peop, people were theorizing that she was going to be on CBB UK because she was in London when right at the time when people were going into the house. Ray J., had done the show, and he actually sued them because they made him leave the house because he had to, like, go have a tooth pulled or something, and they, like, wouldn't let him come back in, but it, he felt like it was a medical emergency, and so he was, like, suing them. I mean, yeah, Ray J, I could totally see showing up for this. What um, maybe even Amanda Bynes? Amanda I don't think she would. Because she is like on the down low and on the straight and narrow and in school and I she's under a conservatorship. So that means mm. her parents would have to let her do it and no way would they let her do it. And that that's wise. Thanks. I would love I would love to see the other twin from what is the Disney show, Sweet Life. There's there's uh. a two twin One of them is on Riverdale now as Jughead, and he's great. And the other one is the one who posted dick pics. (laughs) (laughs) And he posted, like, this naked bathroom selfie. And it was hilarious because his twin brother tweeted an insult back (laughs) at his dick pic. It was so funny there was just like he made a joke about his brother having a small penis or something I can't remember it was hilarious but the the, the one who did not post the dick pic is the one that's on um, Riverdale which is a surprisingly good show for a show based on a comic book that's you know like a kid's comic book it's a really good show but I would like to see the other twin on there because I bet he wouldn't be shy are they are they not and one of them is not doing well and the other one is? No, I think that one of them is doing better and maybe one of them is in college or who knows. I I don't get the feeling that the other one, I think the other one, he just made a misstep. You know, if there were cell phones and digital cameras when I was a young person, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what kind yeah. of legacy? You know, it's like, no, thank you for the lack of technology in the late 80s. Um, yeah, I'm with so, you. <laughs> yeah, the other one, it Dylan and Cole Sprouse are their names. But for, I think Cole is the one on Riverdale, but don't take my word on that, you know. But anyway, so I, I think one of them. Huh? I was referring to them as their character names on their show. Oh, yeah. Zach and <laughs> Cody, right? Yeah, and then yeah. they were also in Big Daddy, which was one of my favorite movies. I, I he, They were so cute I'll in that movie. Say, Little Kid and Big Daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they're uh, talented young guys, really cute, in good shape, judging from the selfie. Um like <laughs> one of them is... Um, yeah, gosh, I wish I could remember what the tweet was that the one brother did. It was hilarious. And then his brother actually tweeted back, like, you're a
0: jerk, you know,
1: <laughs> and they kind of <laughs> LOL'd it. Um, I I would love – Lindsay Lohan, I don't think, would do this, but it would be interesting her dad might do it. Her dad oh. is a hot mess. What's his name? Yeah. Something Lohan. Oh, God, what is his name? I'm actually Facebook. Friend, I'm actually Facebook friends with him. <laughs> really? I I was following him on Twitter, but I I don't really see him tweet too much anymore. Yeah. Well, I think because his wife went crazy and had to go to rehab, and he had to fight for custody. Kate Major is his wife. Dina is the ex-wife. Dina Lohan. What is his name? Uh. Anyway, him. He would be great to have on there. And he might actually do it.
0: Hmm.
1: Anyway, so I think it's going to be people like that. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, uh, oh, the porn star that did Celebrity Big Brother, Jenna Jameson, you know, she might mm-hmm. show up for that. Uh, I would love if Sarah Abraham was on there. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What I want, my hope for Celebrity Big Brother is that it's a train wreck festival, and it is just (laughs) dumpster fire people that are crazy. Yeah. I I want lunatics, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I want, right, you want lunacy. You want drama. You want, but I do hope that there's somebody in there that I know. I, you know, I don't want, so many people that I've never heard of that it just is not interesting to me. Yeah, I really hope that it's not just a, a hot mess of people, failed people from reality shows, from crappy reality shows, because they, they never were celebrities, you know? Okay. I want that actually, I, I would love celebrities that like either fell from grace like Tanya Harding is infamous, so I'm okay with her. That's infamy. But I like with people like Todd Bridges, uh, Vanilla Ice, you know, because he did Surreal Life. They used to be famous. Um, MC Hammer, that'd be great, <laughs> you know. Um, and then people, people that fell from grace or just fell out of fame, you know, that would be fun yeah. with me. Um, but I, I hope that they're volatile and weird and, you know, <laughs> horny. Yeah. I hope they give them a lot of alcohol. They start in January? Uh, I believe so, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: So, you know, we'll probably, usually the cast starts leaking like three weeks or a month. Um, before, So, I mean, I would think that probably around December when the, sh- you know, the networks start, they're basically shut down and they're running Christmas programs and stuff, that they'll, they start doing the promos for, they call them the mid-season finales, because usually the shows end like right before Thanksgiving or like right after Thanksgiving, right around the 1st of December, and then everything goes to holiday programming and there's no like original programming. And then the mid season finales and the winter premieres happen in January, mm-hmm. usually like January 20th, I think, around that, like late late teens, early 20s of the month. You can tell I write a lot about TV. I know, <laughs> I know <this. laughs> it's like I know when Walking Dead stops and when it starts back. So I, I would think that when the promos start, Around New Year's, you know, that we'll start seeing who it is, and there may be some leaks before then. We'll see, but even we'll though Sarah, Abrah- yeah, even though Sarah Abraham is from a reality show, I really would love to see her on there because she's a sociopath and just amazing <laughs> television to watch. She is so horrible. Um, I just, uh, I just, I want her there. Yeah, <laughs> right to Julie Chan. Yeah. Uh, somebody else, like, I think might show up is someone like Aubrey O'Day, you know, who had yeah. five seconds fame in the girl group, and then she's done the rounds of all the reality shows. I think you're going to see the same people that you see do stuff, you know, and Aubrey's done, she's a celebrity apprentice, and then, oh, my God, if they got Dennis Rodman, I'd be so happy. He's oh yeah. Back he's- He's bat crap crazy. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that he got drunk and slept through an event on Celebrity Apprentice. It's like, oh God. If he would pass out cold at a veto comp, that would be amazing. He's <laughs> <Yeah. It's> like Please, <laughs> please get us Rodman. <laughs> I want him to talk about his best friend Kim Jong un. I just there's so many reasons I want him there. So That would be that would be some good TV. Oh, I mean he is just amazing, and <laughs> plus he he will like if he was talking about all the famous women he's he's had sex with. I mean Madonna and Carmen Electra, because Carmen Electra got him drunk and tricked him into marrying her. Like I don't even know what that is, and then he got her involved. Like there's so many stories that I want to hear from Dennis Robinson. So <sighs> okay. So I think we're ready to wrap up. I mean, what are your share your final thoughts on the season, like just the outcome? Because your boy won. Yes, my boy won. I'm. I am sad that it's over because you know I just love watching it, and uh, I'm happy that everything came together. You know that that Josh won. I I truly believe that he deserved to win, in my opinion. And um, uh, it made, like you said, it made everything, you know, worthwhile. I thought the whole season was just a big crack uh, fest, actually. So um, it was good seeing Paul get it in the end. So uh, sad that it's gone. Sad that we won't be on talking about it. I had a good time talking um, Big Brother uh, with you and Brandon. So I look forward, you know, hopefully we can, I mean, I don't know if we'll be talking about Celebrity Big Brother, but I, I would love to. I, I think I'm, I'm talking to, to Pam at think to radio about it. I'm, I'm, I mean, my understanding is we can if we want to. So uh, I'd, I'd like to. Um, yes, Pam but, says yes. Okay. Yeah. You
0: said yes. <laughs> okay, let's Brother... uh, my the be- my, You my know last... what? The best part of the season for Big Brother Nineteen was for me. What? I didn't. E- I didn't watch the show. Not one second of it. But I love listening <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Same here. <laughs> oh, well,
1: that's lovely. So here here's my final takeaway on on BB19, Renee. Tell me what you think. This thought literally just occurred to me, like after I asked, and then when you were you know saying it, what what I was going to say fled my mind, and this new thought crept in. So we've been saying all along, you know, they've been on Twitter and everything calling him Production Paul, and they've been saying all along, production's rigging everything for Paul. Here's the most diabolical theory did did CBS bring him back on and simultaneously rig the game for him to make it to the end and rig it for him to lose again <laughs> that's, did they, that's awesome. i mean that's wouldn't that be amazing? that would be that would just make make up it would make up for all of it for me if i knew they were plotting for him to lose again <laughs> that would just that would, make 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 me so happy it would make me very happy either way he lost and that that pretty much you know made the yeah. season worth watching because I know that when I mean they're not allowed to talk about production we're not allowed to know because they talked <laughs> to them in the diary room like on, on Celebrity Big Brother UK, when you go in the diary room, you actually, they have this, it's like an LED eyeball, and, and, it, and it talks to them, and it asks them questions, and you can see what it's saying to them, but in the American version, and I don't know how it is in other countries, but in the American version, you never see what production or what Big Brother is saying to them, but they do ask them leading questions, and they do make suggestions, and they feed them lines to say and information. And so, realistically, Josh might have been told or asked or manipulated into providing the information he did in his farewell messages. Like if he had said something like, I just wish there was a way to tell them, blah, 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 the production could have said, well, you do have your farewell message, you know. <laughs> Well, I only wonder if they, they do stuff like that in the diary room because did you see the clips? They were showing the clips of them in the diary room, and, and you, for the first time I ever heard, they were saying stuff to them. Uh, you heard some of the questions, and, you know, uh, Elena was, was like, well, I don't want to talk about that or whatever. I enjoyed that. Like, I, you never hear of anybody writing a book telling, you know, what actually goes on in there. I'm so curious to know. So yeah, I think I, that would be. They can't. But yeah, yeah but no, really? on. Yeah, but because yeah, cause they guard their secrets, and I don't blame them. But on the UK show, they show Big Brother talking to them, and it is interesting to to hear the kind of and I and I know they don't show you everything, you know, but I don't I don't think they have live feeds over there. Maybe if if they did, they would show. But um, I, that, so that's my theory. I think that production thought it would be funny to see Paul lose again. <laughs> that, that theory. Um, when does uh, Celebrity Big Brother in UK air? Like, that's on YouTube or? Um, you yeah, it's on. I don't know if it's on Sky or Global uh, Sky. Maybe we, when we have watched it, honestly, we have downloaded it. Inappropriately, because there's like no place to watch it. Um, I don't know, because Acorn TV is like the only. It's like it's like UK, UK Netflix, even though there's a lot of UK stuff on Netflix because I'm a big Anglophile. But um, Acorn has everything, but like like everything British. It's all British, and I don't know if they have reality shows because they have a bunch of reality shows over there. I don't know. Um, if it has that one, I'll have to look and see, but we watched, you know, people, like, it would, it would stream over there, and people would upload it, and you could find it, and I don't know, I don't know about YouTube, a lot of times with stuff like that on YouTube, and I hate to recommend the legal links or anything, but if you see something on YouTube, you know, watch it, because then the link will come down, like, a day later, under copyright concerns, which makes sense, but to me, that's Slightly different because, like, if there was a platform where I could subscribe and watch it, I would do it. I would. I would, so I think it's, maybe it's ITV because there's BBC, and there's like, BBC has like four or five different channels, and then ITV and then Sky. They have different networks over there, too. But I would totally subscribe for like the month or two that CBV is on. Absolutely. But when you go to the. And I've tried. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna look. That's worth we should look it up and if we find out something good we need to tweet it. Because so, we 'cause we'll we'll continue talking while we're, you know, down between big brothers. Uh so yeah. So it's been a great season. I hate that Brandon missed our finale show. Uh, hey Brandon, uh, where are you? Oh, Brandon, we miss you. So I hope you're you're safe, enjoying yourself tonight. I know you had stuff to do. Um, but in, so once we know the scheduling, then uh, I'm sure Pam will will start tweeting and we'll we'll start tweeting about when everybody can tune in to hear us talk Celebrity Big Brother. Meanwhile, fingers crossed that they're recruiting train wrecks and
0: nightmares and you know.
1: <laughs> well, you guys so,
0: well, were talking about who might be on there, and I. Didn't hear, did you say anything about, like, any of the Jersey people, like Situation or any uh, of them?
1: What we were talking about there probably will be reality show people.
0: Situation right
1: is doing a lot. He did, because oh, didn't he just break up with, because I mentioned Aubrey O'Day, because he was with, he was on, it was like celebrity relationship rehab or something. He was there with his girlfriend. <laughs> Aubrey O'Day was with some loser she was dating, and that's how they met. They met during the crappy ending of their two crappy relationships. Oh,
0: really? Because I watched that, yeah. Yeah, and then,
1: yeah, so he saw her at her psychotic worst and was like, hey, I need to get me some of that. Oh, uh, my
0: God. I didn't know they were dating. (laughs) I think they
1: may have just broken up, but, yeah, he does the rounds, so I could totally see him going on there. He could gym tan yeah, laundry. Yeah, that's why
0: I thought about him.
1: <laughs> well, and and they have GTL. He could gym tan laundry right there in the Big Brother house. They right? have all of these things. It would be perfect. I, I don't think Snooki <laughs> and J-Wow, because they've got, like, their own thing, I don't think they would do it, but in uh, any of the people that, like, fell off the other seasons, like, what, Angelina or what I don't even I don't even know all their names because I found them too perversely stupid to watch. <laughs> but yeah, I would
0: dis- catch it once in a while, but that was about it. Like if there was nothing else on, or my daughter was watching it, or my daughter-in-law, you know, somebody like that.
1: Yeah, or like that it's a channel can't find the remote. It's like uh, right.
0: I'll watch it. Right. <laughs> Dog steps on the remote, changes the channel, you know, and you're stuck. <laughs> and you're transfixed
1: by, by the orange skin and the drunkenness just a minute. Because to me, Snooky was the best part of that show. So if Snooky's not going to show up for it, because she was just adorably tiny and always drunk and slutty, and I just loved her. Who else would you like to <laughs> meet, Any, Pam? Anybody else? Um,
0: I don't know. Honestly, I mean, with not watching those shows, you know the the Big Brother shows, I'm not positive, but I just thought about him when you guys were talking about the reality people and. Um,
1: you know what would know. be?
0: The,
1: you know who what would be the absolute coup if they got Bill Cosby?
0: Oh my <laughs> lord!
1: And then he's always in the kitchen offering to make coffee and. Everybody's like, "No, hell no." Bill.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody more like Snoop Dogg. So it'd be Snoop Dogg and Dennis Rodman.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Snoop is probably too big to do it, but like, yeah, of, yeah. Flavor Flav did. He did because he yeah. did um, the real life, and then he did Flavor of Love. I think after, before, right. after. I mean, I hope they don't dredge up any of the the hookers from Flavor
0: of Love, you know. Um,
1: I, I don't. I watch.
0: I only watched like two episodes of that, and I turned it off.
1: I just, I just love the one girl that just pooped herself. That was like the best thing ever. Oh <laughs>
0: my god! I'm glad I that's even, not an episode I watched.
1: I hope that there's just not a lot of reality TV people like what I was saying before. Is that I hope it's people that had fame and lost it, or had like. You know, like child stars that like have fallen. I hope it was people oh. that
0: actually
1: had a glimmer of real celebrity. Hey, O.J. Simpson's going to be paroled. I'm thinking he needs to come oh. to Big Brother. <laughs> you are he's so are, funny. He's I mean, already
0: been paroled, so uh, is he out? Yeah. yeah. Oh but
1: well, I. That would be amazing. They couldn't have any cutlery in the house. Everybody would be terrified of him. There'd be nothing in there but plastic forks. And, it'd be like plastic forks. That's it. No knives. OJ's here. No knives.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing.
1: Him and OJ Sims, I mean, him and uh, Bill Cosby, they could just share a room. Nobody would go near them. It would be terrifying. <laughs> okay. That's wishful thinking, but, uh, yeah. You never know what is going to do. What about the Olsen twins? The Olsen twins Mm. are worth,
0: No, they're not going to do that.
1: They would never touch it. They're too wealthy. And they, yeah. Um, No.
0: You know who else does a lot of that reality stuff, too, and is a wacko? Janice Dickinson. Oh,
1: yeah, well she was on she was on Surreal Life and she's done like Celebrity Apprentice and yeah, I I'm mm-hmm. watching her. She's a crazy bitch. That would be yeah. great. She's exactly the kind of crazy bitch I want to see on that show. I I don't want <laughs> I hope that they get real relaxed with the psychological standards for the celebrity edition. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I they'd like, have to be
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah I feel like I want people that are just on the edge Of going into just a sociopathic breakdown That's what I'm hoping for And I'm hoping for some real slutty people too Because, you know, live feeds and all I, I don't want to see Janice blinking. I mean, she looks good If she's vertical and in a certain light But I don't want to see anything else
0: And <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, I just. But I, I think I she just got married, so, you know, that may put the kibosh on that.
1: Yeah, she, I think he's a plastic surgeon. He's some kind of rich Bev Hills doctor. I think a plastic surgeon, maybe, but I'm not sure. I know he's a, yeah. a wealthy surgeon type of. Yeah, because she actually filed bankruptcy and ditched her debt right before she married the rich guy, so good for her. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I really just hope it's a hot mess festival. You know, I don't want anybody with any ethics or
0: morals or you know
1: anything like that. Sean Spicer. I need Sean Spicer in the house. That would be amazing. Oh
0: well, that that would be like Brandy Granville or whatever her name is too.
1: Brandy Granville, I I I like her. <laughs> she has got a real potty mouth, and she's kind of slutty, and yeah, mm-hmm. I would.
0: Be, and drunk. Uh,
1: and, yeah, now I would love her to be in there. She's exactly the kind of casting they need, so that would be amazing. And I really hope there's no Big Brother veterans or survivor, anybody that that is a celebrity because they won a reality show. No, thank you. I did think hey. I, I – if I mentioned on the last show that I would love to see, and this is different, but I would love to see the winner of the last America's Next Top Model because he's deaf. And uh, I think it'd be fun to see him like oblivious and happy, and the poor guy that signs for him just going insane because there's so many <laughs> assholes in the house. That'd be great. Oh, why don't they so. make you cast it? It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you I should wanna... do
0: it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I- I'm going to start tweeting Julie Chun like, hey, hey, can you uh, see if you can get this hot mask for me?
0: <laughs> that would be a <laughs> You never to... know. You never know. I'm, yeah. I
1: need to get to see on that tweeting. It's like, here, hashtag CBB casting. This is my suggestion. Yeah. Well, you I, know,
0: I... C- CBS is really good with listening to the fans of their shows, so. They are. It won't hurt to try.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe we. I want to get into the backyard. I actually wanted to get into the house. I've always been wanting to uh, apply to get into the house, but now I'm just a bit too old. I don't know that I could put up with all of them. But I would like to do the backyard interviews, though. Yeah, I I would be thrilled just to have a tour, Just because they show you limited views, and then I love when occasionally you'll see a backstage production shot and you can see how high the ceilings are. And all that and to, you know, because it looks pretty normal to us that when they're in there and they look up, it's like rafters and ductwork and lighting and stuff like it is on sound stages. And I, I would love to see that. Um, Yeah. That would, yeah, that that would be cool. exciting. I wouldn't want to be in there. I'm, for one reason, I'm a picky eater. And if they put me on slop, I'd probably just get a migraine and drop dead like three days in, and that'd be it. <laughs> I would be. Like, I'm a picky eater, you know. So, aside from that, but yeah, I would, and I wouldn't do. I don't think I would do any of the the reality shows. I would. I, I'm scared of heights. I'm scared of going hungry. I've always wanted to be in the Big Brother house. That's been a dream of mine for years, but now I'm I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, well, maybe I will apply this next season, but I I just don't know that I could put up with uh, all of that, for, especially if I made it in there. Well, but, Kevin, you know, Kevin did well by playing the dad figure. What were you going to say, Pam?
0: I didn't say anything.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm hearing things. I thought you were saying something. But, yeah, Kevin's 54, and he did really well because, like, on Survivor, they usually vote out the oldest person first. And in Big Brother, Mm -hmm. that happens a lot, too. But he did real well because I think he, you know, did their laundry. And he was always telling them, calm down, kids,
0: calm down, you know. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know, Renee, wouldn't you want to slap people for their stupidity? I mean, wouldn't that make you nuts?
1: Well, I, I probably, I mean, knowing me, I mean, I'd probably get kicked out pretty quick because I'm not one for, you know, biting my tongue. Although I, I have a plan. Like, I, I, I've had a plan for so long of what I would do, like my strategy. I think I have a pretty good strategy that would help me along. But keeping my mouth shut probably would be the biggest, I think I'd be good TV because I'd probably stir up a lot of crap uh, in there. But <laughs> just like you said, I don't know that I could stand the slop, and I don't know that I could stand – well, maybe I could take the, the cold showers these days. I don't know, uh, you know. Uh, the uh, cold showers, we just get, I would get smelly until I was off being a have-not because I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> My just thing, like, I what- don't – I don't have a filter, and I don't think I could play a social game at all. Like I, because I'm a smartass, and if it's in my yeah. if it's in my head, it generally comes out my mouth, and that's a problem. Like I have no subtlety, so <laughs> you'd be, I I would just be way too
0: snarky. So <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, yeah, I think I would get myself in a lot of trouble, but. That has been a dream. I have been thinking of it, and
0: uh, I have a really good strategy. But, I don't know. We'll see.
1: I heard it's there's should be all-stars. There is Next going to be season. an all-star season coming up, yeah. And I, uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, honestly, in an all-star season, Paul might do okay. Because I don't think with an all-star season that you're ever going to get a bitter jury. And that was a bitter... Salty, salty jury, you know, um, like one of the worst scenes uh, that I can think of. And I think with the All Stars, they're not going to be like that unless, I don't know. I mean, I don't unless you were doing like an evil dick, slash Josh thing and pots and panning them. I don't think that they would be bitter. I think they would respect your gameplay. Did you yeah. see that? Did you see that the, I think it was the talk gave Josh his own set of pots and pans with his picture on them. Yeah, it was great. I, I wish they would have talked to him a little bit more, but, yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. That was cute. It's like, yeah, he goes home and tries that with his mother. She's probably going to knock him upside the head. So. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. All right, well, I guess we're ready to wrap and then hmm. re- reconvene in the winter. For mm-hmm. Celebrity Big, Brother, And hopefully Brandon can Join us And hopefully It will be The hot mess That we all Want to see So
0: Let's hope good. Thank you Pam okay. okay Well I want to Take the time To thank you Guys for such Great shows And um, Spending time With us We love Having you guys So we look Forward to The Celebrity Big Brother With you And of course Belinda You know With Uh Take Two Radio, Have You Heard, The Latest in Soap News, and Take Two Radio, Soaps and Review. And Renee, we're so very happy you joined us, and maybe you can join one of our other shows besides uh, the Celebrity Big Brother.
1: I, I thank you for letting me come on, and I would love to, uh, to do another show. Or, um, it's a lot of fun.
0: I guess we're wrapping this up. It's the uh, finale.
1: The finale. I, I. I feel like we should have confetti, but that probably isn't the same. Yeah. Well, all wait, together.
0: wait. I gotta do. I gotta do this. All right. All right. Hold on. Here we go. guys can Thank stand you. up yeah, I, I, did it for the, I did it for the first show i should do it for the last show right <laughs> that is wonderful I, I took i took a little bow good good that's what you were supposed to do you followed the rules very well i i, I felt yeah. good
1: i i thanked my fans i waved to them it's
0: great <laughs> i blew kisses i did air kisses <laughs> Okay, well, tell everybody where to follow you on Twitter and such so they can keep in touch until we come back.
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter at Belinda G T B E L Y N D A G T, and I will keep tweeting about Raven because she's my current obsession uh, and other CBB (laughs) stuff, and I tweet a lot about soaps, and I share articles that I write, and I'll be doing Walking Dead soon, all that good stuff, so... Please follow me there. Reach out, comment. I love to talk to people. Renee. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Well, I'm on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, I'll be tweeting a bit more at Renee Portia, uh, P-O-R-S-I-A, and um, writing a bit for Blasting News. So, uh, a lot of good shows coming on. So, hopefully, I'll be tweeting about uh, those as well. And I look forward to being back on when Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, Celebrity Apprentice. Listen to me. Celebrity Big Brother comes back. We could do something. Somebody bring back
0: Celebrity Apprentice, Lee.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what? I think they could, and they could have the White House edition since he has such high staff turnover. <laughs> that would be amazing. For real. Well,
0: <laughs> well, another, it, but, yeah. another day. <laughs> oh, my thank gosh.
1: You. Uh, thank you. It's been a lovely season,
0: and I'm excited to be back for winter for Celebrity Big Brother, right here on okay. the... Okay, and enjoy your vacation. Too bad you won't be around for our uh, upcoming interviews that we're having. Uh, uh, we got got, gonna- um, hopefully, uh, so far the date looks like it's going to be, you know, September, what was it, David? 20. 27th? Wednesday the yeah, 27th, so, I believe one, Yeah And So far confirmed Is, of course, Wendy Who's the coordinator for uh, Stars and Strikes Daytime Stars and Strikes for Autism And Jerry Verdorn um, Michael O'Leary Liz for my call in late Because she's on the road uh, Lauren B. Martin and possibly Crystal Chappelle. Did I miss anybody, David? I think I think that's all I remember too, so yeah. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. More. and they're gonna be talking about their event that's coming up in October. Um, they're actually having four events. There's the the what is it, the Bauer Barbecue? Ballard and there's a karaoke with Lauren B. Martin. Um, there's two more. There's, there's, there's the one Venice, with Crystal. Venice event. The Venice event with Crystal, and then there's another right. one. Uh, what? Are, oh, I can't think of the other one. And I missed well, that. They're not that, doing their bowling anymore right right they're not doing the bullying yeah. anymore and so all ticket proceeds and stuff like that go to um autism. and um you can find out more information there's a, a page on take2radio.com that's with the number 2 and it's under daytime stars and strikes under the more tab but uh that should be fun
1: well Pam and... can I do
0: one
1: I do one quick plug actually um uh-huh i there is an event I'm going to be at Sunday, but it's taking place Saturday and Sunday. It's called Soaps in the South. And I'm going to be interviewing YNR's Sean Kerrigan and two GH hotties, Will DeVry and Donnell Turner. And I am uh, really freaked out about Donnell because he's just man candy so Will's nice but donnell's donnell and uh so i'm going to get to meet uh them and do an interview with them on sunday but there's still i think a few tickets left saturday and sunday it is in atlanta uh you can check out soaps in the south these guys are donating their time 100 percent of the proceeds go to camp dream which is a uh a summer camp of a traditional summer camp program for handicapped children and young adults and they have a one-on-one counselor to camper ratio so it's an amazing program and these guys are coming down and they're giving their time so all the money goes to the charity and uh, i'm real excited and so next time we are on the soap podcast i can talk about you know how whether i was able to control myself with these beautiful men and uh how that went but if you're in atlanta or close to atlanta and have money to spend one of the events is like a four or five hour pool party with them, so I'm assuming they're going to be shirtless and in swim trunks, so there's that
0: that's probably worth the drive alone wow. so you have to tell us about that and tease us and then get off the phone right you know yeah, yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> but I'm gonna have pictures I'm gonna have pictures I actually I don't know if I mentioned this. On the other soap show, David, maybe I forgot, but I interviewed Brian Craig a few weeks ago
0: you mentioned and I have that he, yeah.
1: I have picked yeah. up with him, and he is adorable so but because he's about the age of my older son, I really couldn't think inappropriate things. These guys are my age. I can think whatever I want, so I'm gonna have
0: lots to say about them. <laughs> Well, lucky you, and I can't wait to hear. And don't forget, any time anybody's been to any type of event, and it doesn't have to be soap-related, you know, if you met your favorite actor or somebody, uh, send us your pictures and a little write-up about it, where it was, who you saw, you know, and things like that. And we we share that on Take2Radio.com as well under our fan page. Awesome. So, Belinda, you'll have to do that as well. I will. I all right, to... we're going to run, run out of time here, so everybody Thank have you. a great night and a great weekend. We'll all talk again soon. Keep in touch with us via social media, email, flying pigeon, whatever you want to do, <laughs> you can find us. A <laughs> will that
1: <That'll> be great. <laughs> all right, all
0: right, and- have a good night. Bye Thanks bye, David. Again. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit taketouradio.com.